Tell me about your DC. What's going on? When you go to a place where they have fountain drinks, yeah, you don't want to get ice because fountain drinks are the pinnacle. Not this again. In soda flavor, you can't the pinnacle. be serious. Because oh wait, shoot, it's it's DC talk again. As <laughs> Mike swigs a perfectly delicious no ice Coke Zero out of a can. Ice ruins everything. Okay, you're so you're so wrong in so many different ways. I don't even know where to start. But let's start with fountain soda being the pinnacle of the, the soda pinnacle. experience. You're you're a moron. Like I, I, I really I, I hesitate to use that word. I apologize throat. if I offend anybody with the, using the word moron. But you're a moron yeah. because here's why. Here's okay. why. Because you never know. You know, with a fountain drink experience, you never know what you're going to get. Because the mixture is variable between syrup and carbonated water. So sometimes if you order a fountain drink and you go, you grab a mug root beer, it's the it's it's fantastic. Other times, you it, you might as well be drinking Ram's piss. Well, see, I think Ram's piss is a bit drastic, but that's the game Ram's you take piss. here. Listen, when it's good, it's like a spigot directly from the gods right into your cup. All right. And you, you bottle that up with no ice because you don't want it to melt. If you want water, go drink water. Water's fine. It's a it's, it's a, fine. It, it, it's an it, it, there are two separate issues. Number one, what we're talking about is quality control. And so when you get a soda that's in a can, you know that the quality control has been done. It's been QC'd. So you're getting the the, the proper ratio of syrup to carbonated water every single time. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then the second thing that you're talking about is insane, which is to say that you should not put your soda over ice. I agree. There are plenty of scenarios in which you shouldn't put your soda over ice. No, stop. Don't just take a sip of your DC, your warm, flat DC with no ice and, and act like you're superior. You're not. You're you're. Stop doing the ah thing. And you always make this noise where you go. You always smack. You know, and you swallow. And you go. I got to taste it on my lips. Fucking disgusting, okay? Okay. There there are moments in which, yes, you should not put your soda over ice. For instance, if I'm uh, in some type of a barbecue situation, somebody's got a cooler full of ice-cold beer or soda or whatever, like, yeah, I'm just going to crack it and and, and drink it. It's going to be great, all right? Same thing with, with uh, you know, uh, uh, bottles, if, if that's your preferred method of soda consumption. But right. if I'm at home and I've got yeah. a soda that I just brought home from the store and it's not cold yet, I'm pouring that over ice and it's going to be fantastic because probably the, the the situation is that if I am putting soda over ice, I am thirsty, I'm in a hurry, and I don't want a warm soda. And so I don't have to worry about this whole ice melt conundrum that you stay awake at night contemplating. I don't know if you should be prepping for this soda when you're in a hurry. You know, take your time with it. You got to respect the drinks that science has made, okay? Because if you don't respect the drinks that science has made, then 
you're going to die. What's and the that function? Respect, what's the function of a beverage? The function of the beverage. No, of a beverage, have, of any beverage. What's the function of that beverage? To have a good time. Shut the fuck up. It's not to have a good time. It's to quench <laughs> thirst. Okay. Right. Are there moments yeah. in your life in which you are particularly thirsty, in which you would require a beverage in a more immediate fashion to quench that thirst? Yes or no? Don't do that. Don't take a sip and think you're some kind of soda king. You're not. You're just some dude with a flat, warm Diet Coke. I'm not thirsty right now, buddy. That's what that signified because I'm, I'm, my, my tips are are quenched there's moist tips you're pointing at your nipples are you call your nipples your tips now is that (laughs) what are you what is this about have you ever been thirsty in your life and that's what we really want to talk are you telling me no 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 we're not letting this go are you telling me shut up don't laugh are you telling me that if you're thirsty okay and you've got a, a, a 12 pack of warm diet coke that you're not going to crack one and put it over ice when you're thirsty? What? Are you going to prefer the warm soda like a fucking pervert? I'm probably going to drink the warm soda, but see, I control my narrative, right? Like the wrestling promotion. Shut up! What are you talking about? You control your narrative. That's an objective. I got it. Hang on. I got an update on my fantasy football. I got a fucking... I can't handle this shit today. It's my first day off, and you're talking about drinking warm soda on purpose like a fucking pervert. Wait, you're the one that just said you'd crack into a warm soda if you were thirsty? I'd crack it open and pour it over ice. Oh, I see. Are you telling me you'd crack into the warm soda and prefer to just just chug that warm, foamy, uh, bubbly soda instead of pouring it over ice? Yeah, because sometimes I live in a world where I want a little bit of danger, you know? And that, that fizz, that fizz, that bubble, that pop that's all warm on my throat, I'm a little tonsil back there, that's dangerous, baby, because you can hurt yourself. And sometimes I like to grip my teeth when I drink a Coke, make a little squeaky You noises. just poop out of your mouth. That's what you do. You just poop, poop, poop right out of your mouth. That's Is that all what it. you call that's what I'm. That's what I'm hearing right now. Is you just bleh, 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 and just making shit up, just making <sighs> words up? I don't know. Listen. And it's in the same. Like I understand what the words are, but they have no correlation to each other. You're stop drinking the DC. <sighs> listen, I, don't brought, I don't know why you brought this up. I don't want to talk about it anymore. Um, but I, I didn't bring people, it up. You brought it up. But I do want people to know it's a big day. It's a day we celebrate with family. Ladies and gentlemen, buckle up. This year, 2022, the turkey pageant is brought to you by Les Schwab Tire Center. Les Schwab and Ray's Food Place bring you the fourth? Third, I think. Third Also, in in association with Brock Lesnar and Bill Goldberg. Yeah, <laughs> you it's think when Brock pageant. sits down to Thanksgiving dinner that they they have an extra turkey just for him? Yeah, definitely. There's two of them. Rena, 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 right? Renee, Rena, Rena, his wife, Sable, uh, Sable. But her real name is Rena, I believe. Yeah, I don't know. Um, anyway, uh, that 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 meal that her, her and uh, Brock are cooking up, there's like seven or eight turkeys. Let's be real. Yeah, and there's as she's making it, she says cool stuff like, "This is for the men who want to see me." And the women who want to be me. 
Was she just trying to be Ric Flair there? I don't know. I, she was trying to say whatever the fuck Vince Russo wanted her to say, I guess. I don't know. Pervert. <laughs> skis. Pervert. But we're not here to talk about skis. We're not British buying Russo. your born-again Christian crap, Vince Russo. We're not buying it. Why don't you go slick your hair back over there, buckaroo? Why don't Get you go give me my pro wrestling back, all right? You friggin' thief. You friggin' thief. What's in the Bible, okay? That's a commandment, all right? Thou shalt not steal. Well, guess what you stole? My fucking childhood. Was he a Bible guy? Is he a Bible no, guy? No, he's a Bible guy now. Okay, nobody was ever a previous Bible guy and still a Bible guy, okay? There were, there are two camps of Bible yeah. guy, all right? There's the uh, there's the Bible guy early on, and then the, he runs into real life and realizes that, it oh, this is all kind of uh, contradictory and actually really messed up and a system used to control and oppress people. Or... There's the dude that has a rough time early on and is like, no, not the Bible. And then finally gets to a point in his life where he has no other options. And he goes, oh, the Bible. Yeah. And he starts asking big questions like, why can't the children pray in school? <laughs> why should there be such a rule? It's a big day. It's turkey pageant day. Turkey pageant. It's the, if everyone's favorite time of year. It's the time of year where Mike and I bring four turkeys to do battle in a turkey bowl. A turkey death battle to see who's the best Thanksgiving turkey. We sure do. They could be plump. They could be goofy looking. They could be dyed a color that's not their natural plumage color. It could be anything. There are no restrictions. Everything is permitted. At the turkey pageant. It's like the first 10 UFCs. Yeah. <laughs> Everything These except... Turkeys are... Everything except the, you know, the eye gouging. Although, actually, you no, could gouging, eye gouge. Yeah. You just got you got less money if you did. Yeah, definitely these turkeys, though, they're low-blowing all over the place. They're just hitting each other in the crotch. Just unfettered access to the crotch of these turkeys. So, and that's the thing. Is this, or like, what, what, what are the rules? If there are, are there no rules? If there's no rules, I'm, you know, I'm trying to kick you in the dick. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do. I do know what you mean. <laughs> But before we do anything on this show, it's a big weekend because there's something coming up in a few hours. But before even that, I'm kind of hearing the buzz of a train in the background. Oh, yeah, I hear huge, it now. Huge news is rolling Don down the lane. Woo-hoo! Get off the track, kids. Woo-woo! Here comes the train today. Woo-hoo! We love huge news. I got two bits of huge news for you. Bring them to me. In the lieu of tonight's big event, Full Gear, coming up. Maybe a segment in the future as well, coming up. About full gear, AEW's yearly, uh, probably second biggest pay-per-view of the four they they put on. Yeah, I would say so. CM Punk has been removed from the AEW Fight Forever video game art. He's gone. He's been on it in the bottom left corner of Dynamite and Rampage. Yeah. This whole time. Yeah. He is gone. They showed new artwork today. That does not bode He's well. Gone. That does, does not, not bode well. Have you watched Dynamite yet? Oh, yeah. I'm all caught up, buddy. I, it's my You're vacation. You're all caught up. You even did Rampage. Oh yeah, I've, I've seen Rampage. I'm all I'm all caught up. I I got the main event paused behind me. I haven't started it yet, but the rest of the it, the main event seems inconsequential to Full Gear, so I was saving it. Main event's the tag match, right? Yeah, with with Eddie. Right. So, uh, but I watched the other stuff anyway. So we'll get to that though. He's off the cover art, and I guess they're going to be showing some footage at Full Gear as well, which is exciting. And the uh, new footage, uh, some images have leaked, and it looks really bloody and fun. The video game of the video so, of the I'm video excited. game yeah. images of the video game, San, probably Sans CM Punk, huh? On the cover, I bet he's still in the game. He's just not going to be on the cover, you know, because they they have the rights to him. Yeah, why not for a while? Because I mean, he like whatever. 
I think he'll still show up. Maybe. Maybe he has a weird buyout clause where he's like, take me out. No, I, I mean, I, like, if he was going to be in the game, like, if he's not on the cover, I bet he's not in the game. Okay. That's okay, my well, that, that, that's my feeling, because, like, why would you bury that? Why would you still have him in the game it's true. and not put him on the cover, you know? That's true. Who knows? We'll see. That'll be, I think he's out, in. you think he's out. We'll save that for when it comes out. Second bit of news, Mike. Are you excited for the second bit of news? God, if I was any more excited, I would need a, a, a urinal. If you were more excited, you wouldn't need to be checking your football scores this whole time. I'm not checking my football scores. I'm making sure my turkey pageant entries are in order and ready to present to you. Well, I'm just, you know, Mother I'm just in the middle fucker. of huge news. This train is ready to leave the station, but they're waiting for you to look at it. You know, you look at the train, give it some attention. <laughs> Yeah, that's probably what it is. Yeah, the train is waiting for me to pay it the prop. No, is that train's name Bo? No, it's Huge News. Uh, huge News uh, Avenue is what this train's called. Okay, my so, choo-choo dude, what's your second piece of huge news? The second bit of news on Huge News Avenue. You just you just wanted to rhyme that. That was fun. Choo-choo dude. <laughs> huge news. It is. I just want, it's not really news. I just watched the House of Black video package, and I really liked it. That was my huge news. Okay, so Alistair Black. Kind of just tells me he, he's coming back. Malachi. Whatever. Alistair's a dead, a dead character. Yeah. Dead. Malachi but Black is back. The whole gang. Great. All four of them. And honestly, in that video package, when they're beating up with those other people, I want those other four jabronis, those other five jabronis. Put them in the House of Black, too. You know? Just make them just a whole brood of, of people in, in cool headscarves. Yeah, House of Black could be what Dark Order should have been. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, but that's just a second bit of news. And now the train is gone. Bye. There it goes. Farewell. There it goes. There it goes. I'm waving. The conductor is not happy with you. You know. He is. He just gave you the middle finger. I saw it. I don't think that he did. I think that you just made that up. I think you just made that no. information up. I got 2020, baby. I see everything. You see nothing. Here. You see nothing. Here and there. <laughs> everything in between no don't don't turn your camera back on then you'll be in focus i said a couple of words earlier that lead us to this next segment which is arguably one of your favorite segments and that's um who's gonna win <laughs> that's hard to do still <laughs> yeah well you know AEW long, COVID, long covid it can be long covid can be long i might have it i might have it this is the full gear 2022 edition baby yeah. are you ready for this you're all caught up. You're good. Great. We got the pre-show. Bring it to me. Let me just give you something here. Let me give you something here. A little. Let me light myself up for you. And if you've been paying attention, by the way, you know that we've never been wrong on these before. We've gone. Uh, per, we've been perfect mm-hmm. in all of our predictions every since time. the beginning of the show. Every single time. Pre-show. There's two matches. Tell me. The Factory versus, you know exactly who The Factory is. Okay. (laughs) Versus the best friends with Rocky Romero and what appears to be a dark version of Danhausen, a serious Danhausen based off that spooky video package. Okay. Well, best friends. That's what I think. Best friends is going to win. Yeah, definitely. Who in The Factory is getting teeth in their mouth? Um, Because the teeth are coming this match. Okay, so I will tell you. Who is going? It is going to be because I know mm-hmm. one. Well, everyone in the factory. One member of the factory, and it's going to be QT Marshall. Mm-hmm. It's not what okay. Okay, no, I know two. Nick Camarado. It's not going to be Camarado. What about Aaron Solo? 
Aaron Solo, Ricky Stark's old tag team partner. Not ringing. Long black hair. It's not ringing a huge amount. Part of, of the vlog crew with Sammy Guevara, at least when no, I used to watch it. For me, Aaron Solo. Hmm. I feel like I've heard the name before. Yeah, the new white guy. Oh, him, new white guy. right. No, no, that's not, no, no, new white guy's oh, different. Oh, 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 new white, just, Aaron there's Solo's just a new, not a white okay, guy. yeah, yeah, new white guy, okay, yeah. cool, great, yeah, no. And QT Marshall. And, okay, so there's four of them? But there might be a fifth one in there somewhere, I'm not sure. Okay. I'm not sure who's in the factory these days. Yeah, so you actually don't know either, you're a real piece of shit, you know that? Uh, maybe it is four and four, maybe Rocky Romero's not wrestling, actually, so. But I, I saw him in the package. I mean, if it's Rocky, Danhausen, and... Trent and Chuck, then it could be, then it would be four on four. I don't know if Orange is, is Orange not going to wrestle. He's not on the card. Orange isn't defending the Atlant all Atlantic or anything. I don't think so. No. Anyway, we'll see it. We'll see it in a few hours. Well, at least I will. You will. You're going to go throw axes. I'm going to go have a birthday. <laughs> mm -hmm. Speaking of which, I wish him Mike happy birthday on all social media. You can just tell me. I'll tell him. I'll tell him. Tell Bo. He'll tell me. Tweet tweet happy birthday to me at Tope Suicida Pod. That's on Twitter and uh, Instagram, of course. And if you want to get to Bo directly, he's at Bo Rosser. He will mm -hmm. uh, interpret and relay any message that you send him, even if it is in Greek or Sanskrit mm -hmm. or something like that. Uh, Ricky Starks versus Brian Cage in the World Title Eliminator Tournament. The marquee pre-show match. Who's going to win? Old partners. Yeah, this is um, kind of a this is a cool one. I like this match a lot, mm -hmm. actually. I think this is going to really fucking rule. Um, I think Ricky, I think Ricky's going to win. Yeah, but with the way they positioned Cage over the last few weeks, um, he's been looking great. So it's like maybe Cage could win. But I, I think it, I, I agree. It's Ricky's time. I think it's going to be Ricky. And then the there's that's the semifinal. And there's another semifinal, right? Which I believe is Ethan Page. Did he wrestle Bandito on Dynamite and win? Who did he beat on Dynamite? Yeah, Bandito. Okay, so maybe it's just Ethan Page fights this next person, and then the winner of that is number one contender, I think? Right. I'm not sure. Yeah, but I think that's right. Um, so you think Ricky? I agree with you. Yeah, I think I think Ricky's going to get the shot at the belt. Yes, definitely. Um, so this three-way match for the TNT title, Wardlow, the champion, versus Samoa Joe versus your main man, Powerhouse Hobbs. So it's kind of, uh, I'm kind of cool on Wardlow, personally. I'm kind of cooled on Wardlow because the Wardjo gimmick kind of really cooled me on him. And also, <laughs> I think maybe he needed the MJF bump. He needed that. Mm. And now that that's gone, he's just another big guy that does a cool thing that Brock Lesnar does. Just is called something different. It's a different move, but it's still the same idea with the symphony, you know? Oh, the Suplex City Powerbomb Symphony parallel. Yeah. 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 Uh, well, I, that, is he going to keep it? That may be all true, but I still think that Wardlow is probably going to hold on to the gold. I think he's going to hang on to that, and I honestly, I don't think he'll probably ever lose it. Nah, I think Powerhouse will take it. Not tonight, but I think he'll take it eventually. eventually you think he'll take it? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. All right, so Wardlow, uh, here's a fun tag match. You know, our, our, our favorite team, Sting and Darby, versus our actual favorite team, Jay Lethal and Jeff Jarrett. <laughs> <laughs> Who, who's who's going to win? win? Yeah, JJJL versus Sting and DA. You know Sting that Triple JL is going to win. You know they are. And you know how it's going to happen? Jeff's going to hit somebody over the fucking head with a fucking guitar. And yeah. <laughs> and he's going to take no bumps. And it's going to be fucking great. I can tell you exactly. This match is going to be primarily Darby versus Jay Lethal. And then Jeff's going to hit Sting with a guitar. 
Sting is going to be fine. I'll take the pinfall. I don't care. And Jeff is going to pin Sting. But storyline, Sting's going to get mad because we're going to get Sting versus Jeff Jarrett in a solo match eventually. Going to be dope. Actually, you know what I think is going to happen? Yeah. Jeff's going to clobber Sting with his guitar and Sting's going to no-sell it. And then they'll kick him in the nuts or something. And they'll pin Darby. Okay. That's what I think. I think that Jeff's going to break out the guitar and just decimate Sting. And Sting's just going to smile at him and pound his chest. Do you think Sting takes the flat back bump, but then pops right up and pounds his chest or stands erect. And then with the guitar still as a necklace, yeah. he pounds his chest. That's what I think. I think he, he takes it and then he looks up and pounds yeah. his chest. Like, is that all your, is that it? You just got You got a guitar. Is that it? Sting doesn't, Sting doesn't fuck with guitars or super kicks or any of that Sting, shit, Sting, man. He hates, he hates music because the other Sting loves music. This wrestler Sting can't stand it. Can't stand it. Soraya versus Dr. Britt Baker, DMD. Who's going to win? Wow. Like, it's like every other every other town, depending on the town, Britt's the baby face or the heel yeah. in this. Soraya's all, always pretty popular on the baby face side, but like, like on Dynamite during that Britt's pr- backstage promo, she was getting huge cheers. Yeah. It's like, who do you, who do you root for? So what I think, that, that promo from Britt, felt very much like protecting herself going into a loss to me. Right. Very much like no matter what happens, even though, even though you're going to beat me, you can't take away what I built. Right. 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 So I think Saray is going to win. Me too. I agree. Any of that smoke get over to your closet. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Jack Perry. Is the primary name these days. Definitely Jungle thought you Boy were about Jack to say Jack Briscoe. Jungle Boy Jack, Jack Briscoe. Jungle Boy Jack Perry versus Luchasaurus in a steel cage match. Very exciting. I, I bet this happens right in the middle of the goddamn show. Yeah. Who's going to win? Love a good cage match. Yeah. Uh, Jack's going to win. Definitely. He's got to win. Luchasaur- yeah, Lucha doesn't need a beat in this. He doesn't need a win anymore in this feud, you know? That's done. Yeah, it's time for Jack to get the old uh, rocket strap, as Christian would say. I feel like he's not going to get the full rocket until Christian is healed and that he can beat up Christian. Right. You know? Yeah. So who knows? But I agree. Uh, TNT match or TBS championship match. Now, this one's interesting because both champ- both uh, women are champions, right? Right. You have N- Nyla Rose, who's the TBS champion, and you have Jade Cargill, who's the TBS champion. Who's the actual TBS so- champion. <laughs> so, yeah. Apparently, Colt Cabana is the one that helped with write this storyline. <laughs> It's so stupid, and I love it. Who's gonna win? Jade versus Nyla. Jade's gonna win. Jade's gonna slam that ass. Jade's gonna Jade's gonna pick Nyla up with that double chicken wing, and everybody's gonna go, "Oh fuck!" And then jaded, and it's one, two, three. I believe they've. I think they've wrestled twice before, and they've always had a really good, solid little match. So I I agree with you, though. All right, the the return match here it is: Death Triangle champions versus the Elite. Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks. The house is going to blow up yeah. when these guys come out. Who's going to win this match, though? Death Triangle's going to win. Their Death Triangle's going to They're win. They're going to win. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be so <laughs> this, good. Do you remember this ta- the cage match, Penta, or the, the Lucha Bros versus the Young Bucks? Yes. And now we're putting Pac and Kenny in that 
equation. It's going to be madness, dude. It's going to be fucking unhinged. But yes, I'm really, that one is going to be uh, uh, chef's kiss. It's just a bummer that we're never going to see FTR and Punk versus the Elite, you know? But here's the thing, though. Like... Did CM, here's my question about that. Did CM Punk bite anybody? No. He didn't bite anybody, right? It's true. So what the fuck is the big deal? Like, come on. Let's get him back in there. Let's good. This is good. This is what wrestling should be. Guys disagreeing with each other about who's the best and not thinking that the other guy should be as big a star as them and, and, uh, being, uh. J- jealous and scared about their place and starting rumors and what it's all just it's all wrestling it's what it you know it's what it is it's not it's not that big of a deal let's just get if punk bit somebody mm-hmm. then no don't he can't be in your company anymore but he didn't <laughs> bite anybody there was a fist fight so what so what they're wrestlers they're pro wrestlers of course there's gonna be fist fights they're wrestlers. We can move on. If you want to hear Mike's full opinion Jesus on this, Christ. check back to the, the It's not the like they're right chefs or they're fucking, you know, uh, elected officials or something in Congress. They're wrestlers. Of course they're going to fist fight. I, I get you. Oh, yeah, CM Punk's one of my favorite of all time. Seems like a real toxic person backstage, so I wouldn't want him in the company either. Ugh. Next up, Chris Jericho, champion. Of the ROH belt versus Brian Danielson versus Sammy Guevara versus Claudio Castagnoli. Who's going to win? <sighs> it's Chris. It's Chris. <laughs> <laughs> it's Jericho. Jericho's going to win. Although, I got to say, that tag match <laughs> on Dynamite was yeah. fucking lit. Like, it was yeah. one of the best wrestling matches that I've seen in recent memory. And I feel like I've said that a, a couple times in the last, like, four or five months on the show. AEW is putting out bangers. It's fucking true. Like, that was on free TV. That whole finish sequence with the baseball bat and Cesaro being like, guess what? Fuck you. Yeah. I'm going to swing you, and I'm going to take your bat from you, and I'm going to put you in a fucking sharpshooter. And Chris is like, I give up immediately. I fucking, I jumped up to my feet and I was like, that's the way you do it, baby. That match was on the same show that featured the trios match of Top Flight and AR Fox versus whoever they lost to. I forget. Death Triangle. Death Triangle. And good job, AR Fox. He has been offered a contract. Yeah, Uh, it was great. So that, that match fucking ruled. It did. to have. Good to have Darius Darius uh, Martin back of Top Flight. Yeah, I didn't know his. Uh, I didn't know it was a car accident. I thought he got injured again. Oh, we did, but not, okay. not in wrestling. So, all right, yeah, Jericho's gonna win though. The whole thing. yeah, yeah, Jericho wins. Uh Tony Storm versus Jamie Hayter for the interim AW Women's Championship. And Tony Storm, I'll tell you what, she's kind of vocally, publicly, really pissed off that she's still called the interim champion, and that Thunder Rosa has not relinquished the belt. Cool. So. Uh, Tony Storm versus Jamie Hayter. Who's going to win? Sounds in like a really heart? toxic person that you should get out of the company. Um, in in your in your heart, Jamie Hayter. Who's going to win, really? Though Tony's going to win, really. Yeah, yeah. And I would do the same thing. I would do the same thing. I wouldn't. I would see how that went over. You know, I would see how Tony winning was met by the audience. Because you can always have Jamie win in the next match or in the match after that. And, you know, like, just maybe it's time for Jamie to spread the wings. Uh, finally. Although at this point, 
it kind of feels like uh, she and Brit are never going to break up. If they didn't before, it would it would be uh, kind of a shocker if they did now. But I feel like it's sort of the only way to really give Jamie Hader the proper push mm-hmm. that she that she needs. So uh, I think that that's in store, whether it's going to happen right now and she's going to be end up being this powerhouse babyface champion. I don't know. I wonder if the women's tag belts is ever a thing that might happen. It should be. Because they position it with Jamie Hayter and Britt dressing up, matching colors like a few weeks, months ago. Yep. I was like, this is the time to do it, but maybe it's maybe it's in a bit. Thunderstorm was in matching gear as well. Mm-hmm. Maybe they put it on ice because Thunder Rosa got injured and they didn't feel like Maybe when she's back, they'll head that direction again. Who yeah. Knows? Tag match for the tag belts. The acclaimed champion with Swerving Our Glory. The rubber match. Yeah. You know the acclaimed. You know the acclaimed are going to win. Yeah. I think this is the big one where claimed wins. Swerve gets pissed at some nasty shit. And Keith Lee says, no, sir. Yeah. I am the I am the hero in this story. I'm a humongous man. And just destroys Swerve. Yeah. But Swerve goes out looking like a real, real nasty piece of shit. Yeah. How about the return of Captain Insano in the Acclaim's new music video? Very cool. Very cool. Maybe I'll have more to talk My about. My favorite wrestler, Captain Insano. Interesting. It's a very interesting choice. Main event time. John Moxley champion versus M. J F D M D. Yeah. <laughs> is this is it Maxwell's time? Is this it? Yeah. Can John take his vacation? God yeah. damn it. Yeah, yeah. John's gonna take his vacation. Max is gonna. <laughs> now win that the- Renee has a full time job, Max is gonna win the belt, and then somebody I don't know who is going to uh, blindside Max and beat the shit out of him, and then that will be the full transition to max being this uh babyface champion well you know who's gonna beat him up the firm's coming out baby i don't give a shit about the firm well no it's 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 what's gonna happen ethan page is going to attack him ethan page is gonna wrestle ricky starks ricky starks is gonna lose to ethan page unlike what you want and then ethan page is gonna wrestle mjf and mjf is gonna lose to mjf ethan page is mjf's first victory as champion mm. guaranteed right it's written in the stars that storyline is written in the stars guaranteed guaranteed this is a bow guarantee get the stamp Bubaka! it's been stamped a bow guarantee remember it that's the story that's what's happening tonight okay starting tonight i can see it but that's not a big enough ethan page coming out and beating up mjf isn't a big enough way to go out on your pay-per-view it's just not no offense. And I, I agree with you. I'm just so I, I agree that I think that will, I, I, I can see that. And I like where I actually agree with you for once. That's probably what's going to happen. But then I would say a debuting baby face. It will come out and save MJF. Someone we haven't seen yet. So, or someone coming back from injury. So I don't know who that would be. I don't know who that would be either. Cody Rhodes. Oh Yeah. There you go. Now, Cody's still got like seven years on his contract. <laughs> seven years. In. All right. That's who's going to win. I was making a little, Mike, there's a segment coming up that I, I started because I ask you in your in your voice. Let's yeah. just hear the thing right now. Yeah. Let's hear it. Now it's time to say who you really like. Who do you think is the neatest tights? Who would you pay to see pretend to fight? Who's your favorite? Who's your favorite? Who's your favorite wrestler? I've asked the question in your voice. The question's been asked. Uh-huh. You, met, you said someone's name. Yeah. 
And you in jest, you're like, that's my favorite wrestler. But I kind of think it wasn't in jest. Mike, who is your favorite wrestler? I kind of wish it was Captain Insano, but I, I sort of forgot to make it Captain Insano. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah. actually, uh, my favorite wrestler this week is uh, someone that you're about to see wrestle in the main event of Rampage. It's Junakiyama. Old man, Junakiyama, mm-hmm. still a shithouse, still keeping up with the young... I mean, not just keeping up with the young guys. I mean, going hold for hold, blow for blow, fit right into that match, and it was... Excellent. How many back and forths between he and Eddie am I going to expect? Mm, there's one big one. There's one big good one. Uh, and then after that, that, that's probably, that's the one that stood out. I don't know that they have like a ton of like me versus you, but I, I, I do think that Eddie and June should wrestle a singles match. Yeah, for sure. I think that he should wrestle... Um, I, we, we should get like a time machine so he can go back to like 2003 and wrestle, uh, Kenta Kobashi. I think that we should, uh, get, get, get a, a John Edward type situation here so he can wrestle Misawa's ghost. Like there's a lot of options for Eddie out there that I think we should I feel look like, into. I feel like if we, if we just leveraged on science and really put our heads to the ground, and uh <laughs> like, an, of, what, like an ostrich what does that mean put our heads really, to the ground <laughs> really think about it. i think we could create time travel and then we could solve all these dream matches you and i man we could make a business out of this go back in time grab the wrestler from their youth maybe we we take a old a new wrestler an old wrestler we meet in this nebulous zone that we'll have access to because we're geniuses we figured it out yeah and we make them wrestle it's a really good business model i think yeah how do you feel I feel like if I could go back in time and change one thing, it would it like it, it, honestly like one thing in wrestling history. Okay, it would be that I I like uh, was able to like throw a big net on Sean and Hunter and like lock them in a room at Survivor Series '97. Yeah. So that Brett, no, 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 I would change so so that Brett stayed with WWF at least for another year or two, so that we could have gotten Brett versus Kurt Angle. That is right. the, the ultimate thing. But if I could have uh, two, Eddie getting to wrestle the four pillars of All Japan Pro Wrestling in like and uh, get to do that with them when they were doing their thing. That's up there too, man. That would be so cool. You know the four Kobashi Misawa, yeah, Akira Tawe, and yeah. uh, oh, Toshiaki yeah. Kawada. Those last two, I'm really big on. I know those last two. You look. This is why the show works because I know about pro wrestling, and you watch toy vlogs, and we need we need both. We need both for the show to work. Here's the the unsung secret: is that I watch so much wrestling in a given week, and Mike. Watches the bear in a <laughs> And yet somehow. He's a busy boy. I'm still the wrestling authority on this show. <laughs> I guess. I guess. You know, I, I'm just I'm just waiting to tell you my favorite wrestler because I'm going to blow your mind. Oh, my God. This. Oh, are you going to? Ah, why don't you wait until you're asked? No, that, that's not why. That's not why. Who's your favorite it's very, wrestler? It's Captain Insano. Welcome back. <laughs> Ha ha ha!
Captain Insano. Compliments, I know, could, compliments of Captain Insano. Could have been Darius Martin welcome back, but I believe I gave him a welcome back the last time he came back, so I'm giving it to Captain Insano this time. You think Paul's going to come AR back? And, you think he's going to wrestle a match as the Captain Insano gimmick? I think if if, this, if there's no dark Danhausen on the horizon, and it, we just have Danhausen, I think Captain Insano versus Danhausen would be so fun. It's just a fun comic relief match. <clears throat> if we had Orange Cassidy in like a more goofier, not in a title position, early Orange Cassidy versus Captain Insano would also be very good. But I think he needs to fight. Maybe he'll fight Billy Gunn. No, he doesn't. Of he, what Billy did so long ago with the chair. Oh, right. No, he doesn't. He, here's the thing. He doesn't wrestle Danhausen. He tags with Danhausen. Okay. They're a team. They keep their capes on too. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, I like that. I like that. And then they win gold. What yeah. gold? I don't know. I don't know what they win, but they win gold. There's some kind of lower tier belts that we could give them, I'm sure. They could just make up a belt. Make up a belt. Give them the made up belt. I love it. The insane housing belt. Tony, in, I mean, insane housing is probably the name of the tag team for sure. Give us a call, Tony. We're over here. We are available. There's someone that is in my apartment that he found my address. Still waiting on my ride to Chili's. I set up two two microphones in here because I knew he'd want to. I came over early because I knew that the nature boy needed to make it to Chili's at 5.15 to get in on the happy hour. Yeah. You know what I'm going to be drinking at Chili's tonight? Dude, they don't have vodka. vodka. Okay. And then I'm going to drink 10 beers in the car on the way home. And then when we get back to your place, I'll, I'm going to drink 10 more beers. Now, I'll be driving. I'm not allowed to have any beers while I'm there. Um, but yeah. It is a great honor to be the chauffeur of the Nature Boy. So you are welcome. Well, thank you. But that's not why I'm here. No. I'm here to talk about the greatest professional athletes in the world today. I'm talking about the NWA. I'm talking about guys like Ricky Steamboat. Talking about the Funks, the Briscoes. And if you think for one second that you got what it takes to take the 10 pounds of gold from the nature boy, woo! you are living a dream. And it's about to be a nightmare. Harley Race. Yep. The men. <laughs> okay, there's a reason why you're that here. That I'm though. here to talk about. <laughs> I'm sorry. You know what? I'm not sorry. I didn't think so. I needed some vodka. Rolex watches. Diamond rings. Alligator shoes. The biggest house on the big side of town. That's what it's all about. Being the nature boy. And there's never been. A greater champion than the nature boy, Ric Flair. But if there was one man that I didn't look forward to wrestling in my career, it was Captain Insano. You know why? Why? Because he was a giant. Mm -hmm. And also, he was a huge star. You could have, I mean, y'all were both active at the time. You could have wrestled each other. Tatsumi Fujinami. Harley Race, and June Akiyama. The three greatest 
professional wrestlers I ever stepped in the ring with, other than my greatest rival, Sting. And now if you'll excuse me, I have to go to the bar. Before you leave, I need to get your thoughts real quick, real quick, on you're going to a bar with me, who you barely met tonight, while also tonight your biggest rival, Sting, is in a marquee wrestling match on the second biggest wrestling company in the United States. How do you feel about that? Sting! Yeah. Hogan! (laughs) Savage! No, they're not there. My best friend, Double A. He's there. He's back. Reinforcer, Arn Anderson. Yeah. I want to tell. The socks. Yeah, the socks. The socks. We know. I want my socks back. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I am not going to rest until those socks are on the feet of the nature boy. And as far as the singer is concerned, you talk about the greatest athletes in the world. You're talking about the nature boy, Ric Flair. Not the stinger. He can be on the pay-per-view all he wants. He's not me. He's not me. About this. I'm the man. I am going down to Dottie's right now. And I'm going to drink vodka. I will be back at your apartment at 4.45 p.m. At which point we will drive to Chili's. All right, now that he's gone, Mike, I don't think, I hope he doesn't, he, I hope he realizes that it's actually Dots is the restaurant closest to me. It's Dots, not Dottie's. And also that the Chili's that was in Cascade Station closed down like a 10 years ago. Sounds like he was on one, though. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> sounds like he he's definitely sure that he knows what you're going to be doing tonight. <laughs> I would lock my doors. <laughs> I'm watching the pay-per-view. You heard the show. The audience knows I'm not going. I'm look, watching look, the pay-per-view. Hey, I hope that you have a great time. I just don't. It seems like Rick thinks that you're going to take him to an Applebee's that doesn't exist or Chili's <laughs> that doesn't exist. Well, rude awakening again for old Rick Flair. Well, maybe Anyways. he'll get drunk and we'll forget all about it. Everyone's favorite part of the show is not here on this episode. Well, you but, know, we're, we're yeah. moving along at quite a clip, but this was also an action-packed episode so far. So we we got to get to the bracket. Yeah, we got to get to the bracket. And if, if, if Is It Shithouse is omitted from this episode, sure, that's everyone's favorite part of the episode. But this is everyone's favorite part of the year. Right. Mike, and that's Turkey Patch. Yeah. And boy, oh boy, do I got some turkeys for you. Well, that is so apropos because I have got some turkeys for you, my friend. And this year, my squad is taking your squad behind the woodshed. I'm telling you right now. I got first ballot Hall of Famers on my roster. Interesting. Oh, well, we're about to see. (laughs) All right. (laughs) I thought I might have to do it again. Do it again. Welcome to the Bill Goldberg and Brock Lesnar Presents 2022. Dope Suicida also presents Turkey Pageant. Turkey Pageant. A turkey pageant so hot, these feathers are molten. Wow. Wow, that really delighted you, what you just said. You really surprised yourself. That was a complete accident and was fucking cool. You said something that (laughs) made sense. I'm going to write this down. We are marking time by this (laughs) moment. The third annual turkey pageant. Bo made sense for the first time on the show. There it is. You know, I got a comedic mind. Just sometimes all the pieces are disordered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just just too beautiful. It's too beautiful. 
It's too beautiful. So, uh, like we do every year, we got four turkeys each mm-hmm. in a uh, 16, not an eight-person bracket, an eight-turkey bracket, yep. not a person. Um, single elimination to crown who is the turkey pageant winner for 2022. Do you recall the winners of last, last two years? Do you recall the Macho the Turkey Savage was the first yeah, year? Yeah, Macho Foul. Right. Do you remember who won last year? No. Was it the was it the was it the Demon Bird Kane? No, I th- I feel like Demon Bird Kane got blown out pretty quickly, but I'm scrolling through our Instagram. Oh, it was, Luckily, was it Oh, no, no, no. It was Tight Curls Get Fucked won the the Mullet Spectacular. Right. That was <laughs> vicious. Um so this is back on episode um ba 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 episode 107. So if you want to know the winner of last year's turkey pageant Jump on episode 107, um, and you'll hear it. All right, so, okay, yeah. We had Dalton versus Whippleman, Kane versus Ray, Hulk versus FTT, Elizabeth versus Shield. Of those short notes, I have no idea who won. <laughs> so, useless info. Great. Perfect. Well, you know, somebody won. Somebody won. Hey, guess what? I broke it out by itself. Go back and find the MP3 and just listen to it. Listen to you it. Know, it can- it could use more listens. Fucking help us out. All right, we have four each. How are we, who, who wants to start? I'll start. How about that? So what we're doing this year is we've each sent each other the picture of the turkeys, but we'll reveal the names to each other here on Mike. So I'm looking at a Mike's turkey first. He'll give me the name in a second. Actually, I want you to give me the name first, and then I can kind of put it together. The name of this turkey is Turkey Zuna. Turkey Zuna. So this turkey... It's it's along the same lineage of the strongbow turkey. Yes, the, the Chief J Strongbird. Yes, S- similar. Which is just it's just this big shit house bird. <laughs> I had never seen a turkey so spherical. He's very round. I think it's because this is this is a different angle. Usually it's from straight on, so you don't see the depth of the turkey. Right. The depth of this turkey is uh, substantial. I think you would agree. Yeah. Okay. I'm looking at yours. What's, wait. What's his What's his name again? Turkey Zuna. All right. Let me write that down. And uh, it's a playoff Yokozuna, another giant shithouse of a man. Right. I think he, if he if he had his druthers, he would eat about four or five turkey Zunas uh, just to get his protein intake. Yeah, we talk, to, talk about Brock Lesnar having a separate turkey. Yoko had probably four or five. Right. Okay, so my turkeys, uh, this turkey's, this is more of a, a turkey scenario. Okay, so it's two turkeys. <laughs> Okay, yep, I see it. One's talking to the other. Yeah. So this is backstage. Yeah. This is Macho the Turkey Savage bossing around Miss Eliza Turkey. (laughs) So this is my first year turkey bossing around your second year turkey. Right, yeah. Backstage as if it's Macho and Elizabeth's real life relationship. I mean. What do you think? (laughs) It is is very good. (laughs) I don't know if. This is a, 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 a an entry that uh, we can allow into the bracket <laughs> because it's two birds, but Macho Fowl and Miss Elizabeth, this dynamic is perfect. <laughs> even the tiny, even the tiny wings being spread spread out is very is very Macho Fowl. Just now, now let me do something for you. If you're looking at those wings being spread, now open your ears to this. Ba, ba. Wait, what's this? Yeah, what's that, was that was Nate. That was Nate. That was nature. Well, I'll cut that part. Just you hear Macho's music. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then the way so small, poor Eliza Turkey is. She's so small. He's such a jerk in this photo. I told All you right, so, to wait here. 
until it was time, yeah, to go to Whataburger. Don't come out, yeah, until I, I do a spin. To wait here until it was time to go to Whataburger. So who wins this? Who wins this? Who wins this first yeah. round matchup here? Uh, Actually, wait, no. Do we show? I forget. Do we reveal our, all turkeys and then combat them? I think we reveal all turkeys. You think we reveal all turkeys? Okay. Yes. Well, then, in that case, I'm going to go ahead and throw you my second one. Um, and, you know, the one I'm going to pick is just just because you happen to do this turkey's theme song. So I thought, well, <laughs> maybe this one will be maybe this one will be next because there, you had a premonition. And this turkey that I'm about to show you mm-hmm. is called the Nature Bird, Ric Flair. And behind him are the four horse turkeys. That's Arn Turkeyson, Turkey Blanchard, Turk Turk Dylan, and a, a variable fourth member that rotates depending on what year it is. Oh boy, look at those friends. Look at those friends. This is a turkey in a leash here? I see this turkey on a leash, yeah. <laughs> yeah. This turkey's name is Matilda of the British Bulldog Turkeys. <laughs> Very good. Yeah. Wow. Yes. Yeah. Big uh, Matilda the, energy on this turkey, for sure. Here's where the... What was your name of your four horsemen here? Oh, this is uh, Nature Bird Ric Flair, and then behind him are uh, Arn Turkeyson, Turkey Blanchard, Turk Turk Dylan, and then a fourth variable member. And we're, It could be, you know, it could be... Uh, uh, Turkey Wyndham. It could be. It could be uh, Lex Turker. There's a lot. There are several different people that it could. It could be. It's kind of hard to see who it is. Goblin Brian Pillman. Yeah, Goblin Brian Pillman. There's a lot. There's a lot of of options there for the fourth. So what the photo is, I didn't describe it because I was trying to grab mine. Is the Ric Flair turkey is all up in the business of the camera. He's doing. He's just busting out a promo. We can't let real Ric Flair see this. He will be furious that you associated him with this. Because he's also he's also a very white turkey, or at least the flash is making him seem so. Yeah, and so he looks like he's a blonde, bleach blonde yeah. turkey, and he's got his boys, his horsemen behind him. Yeah, cool. All right, well, uh, we'll, we'll get the goes vote. We'll vote against those here in a second. Let me see, or I'll show you my. Give me, third give turkey. me your third turkey. Third turkey coming at you. Ooh, okay. Oh, hello, <laughs> hello. <laughs> You've got a bunch of really. Like alpha turkeys this year. <laughs> what, is, what is your third bird called? Well, mine's local creep, uh, Turkey Drexel. Oh, <laughs> gross. Yep. So describe describe Turkey Drexel real quick. Turkey Drexel is uh, just this hideous visage, uh, just caked <laughs> in baby powder and, and up against a chain link fence, just black eyes. <laughs> Just soulless black eyes, just questioning all of his life decisions, and just, just link licking his beak, w- wondering where the staple gun is. <laughs> and then what Mike has presented me, with me here, I don't. I'll get the name in a second, but it's another big shithouse bird. Unlike Strongbow and the and the uh, forget the first the Yokozuna bird earlier yeah, in the draft, Turkey Zuna. This one, his wings are like down, almost like he's like. He's like stepping up, like he's ready to fight. Yeah. What is this turkey's name? This is Bill Goldbird. <laughs> I feel like you did this already. I feel like there was a Bill Goldbird, but probably not. This is great. This is Bill Goldbird. <laughs> so he's ready to punch out the window 
of a limousine that's real glass and really hurt his wrist. He is. He's ready. All right. Here's my fourth turkey. And then they will fight. All the turkeys will fight. This is interesting. So Mike has presented me with an animated turkey, an illustrated turkey, and mine. Oh, no shit. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Also an animated turkey. Two different fields of animation. My turkey is called Turkey the Animal Steel. So Turkey... (laughs) So Turkey the Animal Steel, uh, he just kidnapped a lizard turkey. He's real happy about it. He's got on his best uh, dress clothes. He's He's got his wine. He's an animated, an illustrated turkey in a three-piece suit, some bubbly, maybe Chris Jericho's bubbly, and then a little, the hat's out of place. Celebra- it's, he's celebrating uh, New Year's, New New Year's, Year's. Eve or yeah, something. I, yeah, I get it. But it just seems like, it doesn't seem like a New Year's hat. But I'm not going to put it. He's a turkey. He's an idiot. You know, he doesn't know what he's doing. He's a pervert. What's your turkey he's called? Pervert. <laughs> My turkey's called Happy Thanksgiving from all of us at the WWE Augmented Reality Intro Graphic Team. <laughs> so can you tell why I chose that? Uh, because it looks like those stupid graphics that they throw up when people walk to the ring. Yeah, it's the ugliest computer graphics I've ever seen, but it's a turkey. Yeah, I feel like... It's like a, it's like a cut scene from a PS2 game. Well, yeah, Gobbledygooker would come out in, nowadays, and this would be this would be the thing that would be against the crowd as you watch it on TV. All right, so that's, that's so magical that they're competing against each other. It is! That is really uh, serendipitous, my friend. So let's go back to this first matchup. Who takes this? It's it's Macho Fowl and Elizabeth All right. against Turkey Zuna. I'm inclined to lean toward Macho Fowl and, and Miss Elizabeth because uh, Macho Fowl is the defending champion. Yeah, I, I would have to say, yeah, I would agree. Not because it's mine, but because Macho Man wins everything he's up against, and even in turkey form. It's hard to fight against Macho Man. It's really hard. That's really Macho Man energy that this turkey has given off. Yeah, yeah. But this is so, also really big Yokozuna energy that this other turkey is giving off, so it's tough. I feel like I feel like maybe the turkey Zuna could have gotten a little bit more uh, uh, credibility if there was a little bit of red on the feathers. Yep, yep. You know, yep. just a little bit. But I say that, and there's not a lot of color happening on the, the macho turkey one either. No, but you look at him and you know exactly who it is. Yeah, maybe this is like, this is like Wolfpack era when he's just black and white. Yeah, definitely. All right, next matchup. So we're putting Macho Fowl and Miss Elizabeth through to the second round. They're in the semis. Uh, we've got Matilda, the uh, British bull turkey, uh, again <laughs> against uh, Nature Bird, Ric Flair, and the four turkeys. Listen, I think the, the, the leashed Matilda is a very clever pick, but right. But there's something that needs to be said about this yeah. turkey that thinks they are the cock of the walk. I mean, they got the 10 pounds of gold. They got it. All the ones behind them are just not buffoons, partners, buddies. Backup. But one up front, the nature bird, or whatever you call them, he's he's silent and profiling. So I think he takes it over Matilda. Because Matilda's just a dog, you know? No, yeah, no. Nature bird is in the middle of telling you about his Rolex watch right now. Yeah. He's yeah. mid-sentence. What are, are, are female turkeys called something different? Are they all turkeys? I think they're, all, tur- I think they're all turkeys. I don't think they're like turkeys or anything. So I'm just trying to think what he he would be screaming vodka than women, but women in like a turkey. Yeah, I mean, just, yeah, vodka, turkeys, uh, female turkeys, <laughs> <laughs> turkeys, female turkeys. <laughs> 
I really don't know. Are turkeys because you know like roosters? Yeah, they're all they're all uh, they're all uh, the ones that help with the. Wait, do they make eggs? No, roosters can't make eggs. No. They make... Hey, if you know anything about turkey and or just general fowl anatomy, please let us know on social media. That's at Tope Suicida Pod on Twitter and Instagram. That's where you're gonna find all these beautiful entries in this year's turkey pageant. And you can let us know if you think that we're making the right decisions putting these turkeys through to the next round. And speaking of which, we got a third matchup here, and it's the pervert turkey. Drexel against <laughs> Bill Goldberg. Oh, uh, I think I Drexel, Turkey Drexel. Yeah. I love you. No offense. You're my you're my pick. I love you. No offense. But it's a squash. When you have a literal squash the size of this bird <laughs> going up against scrawny ass bird that I presented in the Turkey Drexel. There's no contest. Even the name Bill Goldberg <laughs> is strong. <laughs> Turkey Drexel loose that's loose that's a flag in the wind yeah so bill goldberg goes through <laughs> to the semifinal bill goldberg with his big chest puffing name what do, what do what do turkeys do when they walk do they trot they like strut they strut and that's what he's doing into the finals yep. or semifinals all right fourth quarter final here this is the matchup of animated artificial turkeys turkey the animal steel versus a, a multi-tiered n- name that you <laughs> really yeah, yeah 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 I took a big hit there Mike I I set Mike out to dry there with a big hit that I took Happy Thanksgiving from all of us on the WWE augmented reality intro graphic team <laughs> I kind of think that one wins. I I think it has to be here's my thing I I I don't know how your turkey represents George the Animal Steel. Was there ever a moment where he was wearing an outfit similar to this? Why did you go with that name? Look at his head. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Wrinkly and bald. It's disgusting. <gasps> it's disgusting. <laughs> okay. I get, I get it now. I kind of wish it had, like, was shirtless and just had yeah, me too. Me too. Her hair. Yeah, me too. <laughs> okay. Okay. It's the bald head. I guess I should have asked that in the original uh, questionnaire about the drawing. He is happy, though, but I think you're right. I think it goes to the stupid gobbledygookers, you know, Titantron augmented reality intro. Yep. All right, semifinal. On one side of the bracket, we have the Macho Fowl and Miss Elizabeth in their argument backstage. (laughs) Taking on the Nature Bird, cutting a promo with the four turkey horsemen behind him. Let's hold off on that one. Okay. Let's talk about Bill Goldberg versus... Happy Thanksgiving from all of us on the WWE Augmented Reality Intro Graphic Team. Yeah. Who, who wins this? This Bill Goldberg. This, think so? Yeah, I think, think so. Do you think he just, he fucking just punches right through that graphic and the graphic just shatters? Yeah, because here's the thing. Bill Goldberg doesn't need augmented reality when he walks to the ring because he has a pyro that goes off that he friggin' walks through like a like Iron Man. When he'd huff, little, little exhales the smoke as he comes through. Out of his little beak nostrils. (laughs) Yeah, Bill Goldberg, he wins. As clever and as uh, serendipitous as our two animated entries were together. Yes. I think Bill Goldberg just, he crushes crushes the animation. Because you're right, he's a real ass bird. He is so real. He's the (laughs) realest turkey there's ever been. Okay, so let's go to the other other semi round. Now, finals round. Then this one is tough because in in their wrestling perso- uh, personifications, they are two of the most iconic wrestlers ever. Yep, Macho and Nature Boy. Yeah, in our turkey form, 
we've got two bosses. Yeah. They're both kind of bossy. Yeah. Do you want to uh, put, give me, give me more, uh, not debate, but, uh, give me more evidence of why nature foul should win. And I'll do vice versa for macho. Okay. Why nature foul should win is because as, as right on the money is as the energy presented by the macho foul is <laughs> the energy presented by the nature bird is even more accurate for what would be happening. At, you take a snapshot of 1987. Yeah. And it's this image, but with people instead of turkeys. And it was on everybody's TV screen every week. That's a pretty good. That's a pretty good defense. It's a pretty good defense. Yeah, but you, can you defend this backstage argument as being a more impressive turkey version of something in wrestling? Shit. Here's here's what's going on in my head. I could take the JPEG of your turkey slash turkeys because there's multiple turkeys behind the turkey fowl. And then I could put the audio of a Ric Flair promo on top of it and it would work. They wouldn't have to move at all and it would make you laugh. You'd get it. Yeah. I don't think such audio even exists of this argument no. happening backstage. It's just word of mouth. Right. Because is not going to let that get out publicly. No way that he's a fucking asshole to Elizabeth. So it's all word of mouth. So I couldn't put audio over this JPEG. There was that one uh, uh, promo that they did where Gene interviewed Macho as Intercontinental Champion by the pool. And Gene kept asking Liz questions. And Randy was right. like, hey, who's the Intercontinental Heavyweight Champion? I feel like maybe I'm kind of a third wheel here. Yeah. But we need a third turkey we need a with third a microphone for that one to really need... work. I feel like we had a mean gene turkey in the first year. We probably did. <laughs> Maybe in year four if we didn't. Um, with that said, I think as hard as it is for me to lose yeah. my last entry yeah. in the entire bracket, and also the Macho Man entry, I'm going to have to go with Bill Goldberg, which leads us to the finals. Well, no, you're going with the Nature Bird. Nature Bird, yeah. But that leads us to the finals. Bill Goldberg versus the Nature Bird. Well, now what the fuck are we going to do? I just extended my wingspan of my really great looking arms these days. Look at that. All right, here we are. Finals. Uh, shit. I don't know what to do. This is a tough one. This is probably the most competitive final we've ever had. Because one, one bird uh, squawks to the tune of its own squawking. Yeah. The other bird squawks with his entourage in tow. Yep. Right. And you said you could put a you could put a promo behind this image of the nature bird and it would be the greatest thing ever. But simultaneously, what if you put Goldberg's theme music behind Bill Goldberg? Yeah. And some and some fucking pyro shooting in front of it. Shit. Well, I've already lost. I got nothing to lose in this fight. So I'm going to lean more towards the professional wrestler and not the marquee. Uh, gimmick fighter <laughs> not the football player <laughs> i fucking got bill hard you fucking, fucking got him, got him. <laughs> i'm gonna go with the the nature bird uh the nature turkey the whore the, the whore turkeys the four horsemen is what i meant to say <laughs> you know as much as as much as i love bill goldberg i have to agree i think the nature <laughs> bird and the four horse turkeys are too good in this final yeah and frankly, I think you should throw this image up with flare audio behind it on TikTok and see what it does. I, I, I probably will, actually. 
<laughs> that we've never posted as Tope Suicida. That'll be the first post. Sting! Savage! <laughs> Luger! When you mess with one of us, you mess with all of us. The whole flock. You mess with the best. So that's our winner. 2022. Wow. Wow. Turkey pageant. Bump a dump a dump the turkey pageant. Bump a dump a dump bump There was music. You heard it earlier. Yeah, you heard it. It sounds like the Inspector Gadget theme song. Get a life. Get out of here. I think the real one doesn't, does it? It always does in my head. I didn't do it on on purpose, but then I now I can't listen to it without hearing Inspector Gadget. So That's fine. Okay, we're gonna get to our match now. What are we watching today? This episode was presented by presented by two people. Why? All righty. The reason we're doing this is because Bill Goldberg made his return to the WWE in 2016, and he did that at the Survivor Series. And this being the Turkey Pageant episode, typically we have a Survivor Series flavor to it. And I can't think of something I've enjoyed at a Survivor Series more than Goldberg coming back and wrestling Brock Lesnar at Survivor Series 2016. So what we're going to do right now, we're going to watch that match, and then we're going to watch the match they have like six months later at WrestleMania 33. And if you really, we're not going to do it, but if you really want the full experience, watch the Royal Rumble match in between those two things as well, because Goldberg and Lesnar's storyline continues through the Royal Rumble match. It's really fun stuff. I watched this all live. I, I was actually watching the WWE product when this was going on. I watched it, was... it too, and I yeah. enjoyed it. was my favorite thing about WrestleMania 33. So that tells you all you need to know uh, about how I felt about this feud. It fucking ruled, and it was kind of like felt like the last of a dying breed. Yeah. Two dinosaurs, you know, wrestling each two, two, two mastodons. Wrestling each other. Oh, yeah. So that's Survivor Series 2016. And then we're going to watch their match. I believe it's for the Universal title at WrestleMania 33. So we hope you watch along with us. That's on the WWE Peacock. You should be able to find them fairly easily because they're recent WWE pay-per-views. And we will see you after the break. Wow. I remember that now as yep. I was watching it. You know, yep. I was recalling yep. what happened. Just as good as I remembered. Excellent stuff. Uh, the first match, Survivor Series, like you, we may have mentioned, maybe off mic. It's like what? A minute and a half, two minutes long? Yeah, it's that. like 90 seconds. And uh, Brock gets uh, one move off. Does he even get a move? Yeah, he picks Goldberg up in a double leg and puts him in the corner, and then Goldberg shoves him down. And that's the beginning of the end right there because Brock gets up and he's real lackadaisical on on the on the gather. He does a little a one eighty spin. Shouldn't have done that spin. Paid the price. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Paid the and, and it was, it's so good too because it's like that's what you want when you're talking about a move like a spear. Like it can come out of nowhere. That's what makes it exciting. It's a football tackle. Yeah. You know. So if if you're not looking. Yeah. If you're not on your game. I mean, it's like. It reminded me so much of football because it's like Brock turned around and just like a wide receiver not expecting a hit and Lesnar was on him, you know? Yeah, yeah. He had no time to react. In both matches, I think the camera work actually really helped out a lot because the first spears of each match uh, were uh, 
misconstrued by the camera. So they kind of came out of nowhere even more harder. Yep. Especially the second match where the shot was Brock's upper upper body only. And then it, it did the pull-out zoom, which we don't really hit. Well, the pull-out zoom is fine. It's the in and out, in and out. That sucks. It's the in and out, in and out. Yeah. The pull-out right as fucking uh, Bill spears him just right in the corner and after it, that, two Germans. Part of it, that's why the matches feel so good and special or be, is because it feels like the camera crew doesn't know what's going to happen. Nobody knows what's going to happen yeah. in this match. They're, we're watching and it's like, it's 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 absolutely thrilling because you're like who is number one who's gonna win what's gonna happen and it feels like nobody there knows what the result is gonna be yeah and i like that i like this listen to the crowd evolution as well how they're fully behind goldberg on his his debut back obviously in the first match right but then months later in the, into the new year uh for wrestlemania he's kind of, the crowd's kind of 50 50 booing goldberg on his uh when he's getting announced uh, but then popping hard whenever anything he does goes off. But then they also pop for Brock. So I think it's more they're they're cheering for wrestling <laughs> in general for that match. Well, they're being taken on a on a freaking emotional roller coaster in this match, and it's it, it it is a series of matches that reminds me more of combat sports than anything in recent memory that I've watched because it has that element of you never know when this is going to end. If you blink, somebody might get hit with a head kick or yeah. or a right hook or what like whatever. Like that's what makes combat sports exciting is because you're you're never out of it. You never know what's going to happen and it could end at any moment. So you have to stay locked in. That's what these matches felt like. As opposed to a lot of other great matches, modern matches where you know that the first 20 minutes they're going to be fun to watch, but you you know it's not going to end. Yeah. You know it's not, you know, you can go get you can go get a soda out of the fridge and, you know, not pour it over ice or whatever you want to do. You're, you're, you're going to be okay because it's not going to be the finish of the match. This, you couldn't do that. You 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 had to be locked in yeah. from the moment the bell rang, you know? And because you know, going into the WrestleMania match, you know what happened to Survivor Series. You definitely know now, I can't, my eyes have to stay on this match because it could be over immediately. I want to Goldberg is interesting because like when he, the survivor series, he looks even better in WrestleMania. We, we, we commented on that, Yeah. but even coming back in survivor series, I think this might be the first time you see him without a shirt. Uh, cause he's in a shirt and stuff in promos and whatnot before that. But he sometimes when video games get remastered and they release a new version of an older game, it looks in a way that you remember it looking like in your imagination. Yeah. When bill comes back for survivor series and he comes out, he looks like you remembered him yeah. in 1998 through 2001 or whatever. Yeah. In WCW. He, yeah. He looks just like it. And it's just really cool that he's in what, what 10, 15 year was, years was able to retain that much imposing physicality with his body. Yeah. It's just really, it's inspiring. You don't want to hear that with Bill Goldberg because I know he, he destroyed your favorite wrestler's career, but it's inspiring. It is inspiring. I mean, I, I could never take away how good these matches were, you know, like Bill doesn't have like a huge list of great story time matches that really take you on an emotional ride and whatever. But he's I'd have to be a fucking idiot to, to say Bill Goldberg wasn't awesome. He wasn't a physical specimen and someone that got everyone excited when he came to the ring. Yeah. And that was the feeling that 
we got again in 2016, 2017. And it was just, it's just fun. It's just fun because it's like he exists outside of time. He's a force of nature. It doesn't matter that it's 15 years later because we always want to see that. The former champion who, you know, has he lost a step coming back? And it's not, it's even more than that. He's like, he's like a tropical storm or something where it's, you know, he just can't. He the the laws of physics don't apply to Bill Goldberg, and that's why when he came back and fought Brock, like it the, wrestled Brock, it was believable. Like, are his shoulders bigger? Are they bigger? They were bigger <laughs> at WrestleMania. Like, they, like the dude, the dude is regenerative. It is truly. I I agree with you from a physical like body composition standpoint. A dude that's like fifty years old that looks like that and clearly put on muscle. For the, in the six months between Survivor Series yeah. and WrestleMania, come on, that is inspiring. You're right. It is. You got a good, you got a good tan, too. That tan, Great on, the tan. Rest, on the WrestleMania Great match. tan. The way, the way his chest hair sits on his pecs and the line. You know the line where the muscles are like... Oh, I know the line. The I'm familiar in. with the line. And, and the hair is just in there. Man, I love it. I love a good <sighs> chest hair, tan, sweaty wrestler, man. Fan fantastic couple of matches they were great matches there's one part of the show we do now to end this turkey pageant spectacular the turkey pageants tie to the night edition <laughs> mike i it's it's this these are a couple of matches in the year the twenty tens, right? Yeah. After the year two thousand twelve. Was Macho Man Mayan was Macho Man alive? No. Booked. Shit. Wasn't booked. Shit. Yeah. Rest in peace, Macho Man, for this wonderful matches that we watched tonight. With that said, we have two competitors. Yeah. In two in two matches, but Tights are the same. Tights are the same. Matches. Yeah. On one corner, you got Jimmy Johns representing. <laughs> Jimmy Johns represent. Yep. Which we know now, Jimmy Johns, CEO, not a good guy. Sure. We could have guessed before, probably. I think we knew then as well. I think we've known for yeah, we probably a, dec- known. a decade. Yeah. A decade now. <laughs> then on the other hand, we have Black Trunks, White Trim. Maybe just Black Trunks, the first one, but White Trim and WrestleMania. Yeah. I think uh, WrestleMania also added the tribal tattoo on the butt. I think was that. I think it was there. Oh, for maybe both. it was always. I think there. it was there for. Yeah, both. I think it's been there since WCW. Of uh, Goldberg's tights, just little little trunks, tiny trunks, boots, your typical black everything, right? Yep. Versus the shorts, trunks for shorts is really what it boils down to. Yeah. Shooter boots versus wrestling boots. Yeah. Um, I think that it was Goldberg with tights of the night, even though yeah. that look what the, that look was not as good as his WCW look, which was just solid black, yes. solid black, everything. Yeah. Um, and then also he used to wear briefs and now he wears little boxers, you know, that kind of, that kind of sneak down the quads on bill on bill. Yeah. Bill, bill used to wear straight beat briefs in WCW. I didn't notice those. Were, I thought they were straight beat briefs. Tonight. No, they huh. they were little boxer briefs that he wore since he came back in 2003. Oh, right. With like like an inch of boxer right. brief. Right, yeah. Like an inch I feel of like that would ride, those would ride up more for some reason, you know? Yeah, you know, I don't know. We'll, we'll find out. So because Bill didn't have a, a, a Jimmy John sponsorship on his trunks, I think he's tights of the night tonight. I think just the whole aesthetic with him just – I think he should get smaller and smaller tights every time he shows up. As he gets older, yeah. his, his little – Briefs should get smaller. 
and he should get he should get more like Brian Cage. Is what I'm trying to say. Just get bigger, bigger uh, cum gutters. Just going. Jesus right Christ! Than just the heartbeat. Oh, it's Bill Goldberg. It's tights of the night, and that brings us brings us to the end of the show, the end of Turkey Pageant, the end of episode 159. Yeah, Mike, where can people find us online? Yeah, you'll find us on social media, Twitter and Instagram at Tope Suicida Pod. Uh, you'll find Bo on both of those platforms at Bo Rosser. And if you want to send us an email, it's topesuicidapod at gmail.com. Let us know who your favorite wrestler is and whether you think we messed up in this year's turkey pageant. If you can let us know if we messed up, just not how or why. Just say, you did. You did. We'll just have to, we'll have to figure it out. Now, who am I kidding? We don't want that feedback. Don't tell us if we messed up. No. Don't Just tell us we're great. That's what we're looking for. Validation, not actual criticism. Don't mail us like, hey, we wish Macho Foul would have won again. It was like, no, we can't win every year. Turkey Pageant 2022. In the books. Is over. It's over. In the books. The Turkey Books. The Bible. With that said, the Turkey Bible. The Turkey Book Bible or the Turkey Bible? Just the, yeah. The, well, the Turkey Book is the Bible, I would say. This year, what is Thanksgiving wrestling? Thanksgiving wrestling is competition, and I would urge all wrestling fans to listen to that and not and not just dismiss it, but really take it to heart. Pro wrestling should feel like competition, and when it does, it's better than it ever is when it doesn't feel that way. It's not a spectacle. It's a sport. It's two people trying to beat each other. And the more believable that is, that's what we fell in love with in the first place. Don't forget that. We didn't fall in love with people doing triple backflips through tables. We fell in love with two guys trying to beat each other up because they didn't like each other. And that's what hooked us. And that is the pulse. That's the heartbeat of why this stuff is great. That's what Hook does. That's what Hook does. And that's why he rules. (laughs) All right. Wrestling is competition. What is Thanksgiving wrestling to you? Oh, I'm so glad you asked, Mike. This year, Thanksgiving wrestling to me is being the cock of the walk. Is <laughs> being being the king strut at the party. Uh, is winning tights of the night a lot of times when you're not even booked. Is being macho. Wrestling is being macho. Wrestling Thanksgiving is being macho with family and friends. <laughs> baby we hope that y'all have uh, an excellent thanksgiving and slash indigenous people's day we love you all and whatever you celebrate we hope that you gather with people that you love too and have a good time and make each other feel good don't overeat get out of here you know what overeat if you want to we'll see you next week Tope Suicida, What Wrestling Can Be, is a knit comedy co-op production and edited by Mike Whitman and Bo Baxter-Rosser. Thanks for listening.